Hey, it's Bill Simmons. I have some good news for you. The hottest take. It's back. Oh, yeah. Monday through Thursday, four times a week, you hear from me, Chris Ryan, Sean Fantasy, Mallory Rubin, Wazdeen Lambrey, Van Lathan, Julie Lippman, many other ringer staffers. You get one take, you got to defend it to the death. Sports takes, pop culture takes, food takes, airplane takes. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. First episode drops August 29th. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian, tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. I'm in Samoa right now. I think, was there any, ever any doubt that you think I thought the tribal chief was going to lose? There ain't no way. Listen, you know who I blame? Who, where do I start? I blame society. I blame people. I blame BT Sport for putting together that beautiful package, making me doubt the tribal chief. I had to fly on a private jet to the island Samoa, to the island of relevancy. You will acknowledge your tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Oh yes, what y'all thought? Y'all thought I wasn't gonna show up? Did y'all think I wasn't gonna show up to this show? You think because I went against the tribal chief that I was not gonna show up on this part? Did y'all think I wasn't gonna pull up? But Evan, how dare you go against the tribal chief? Evan, how dare you do this? Evan, you thought he was, me and Flobo's the only ones with a little bit of moxie, a little bit of gusto, a little bit of swag, a little joie de vivre. You see what I'm saying? We are the only ones that was willing to go out on a limb, a sturdy branch. Where we I got to ask you this question. What, Brian Waters? When you heard the music, mm-hmm. did you start your stroke to swim? Because you was near some water. And you said, <laughs> if they played that music, and I popped when I heard it, I jumped up and down. And my first thoughts was, uh-oh. Evan said, if they play this music, then and then my boy Omar puts in a group chat, yo, I was, I was confident, but then I heard Broken Dreams. <laughs> so I'm thinking like, I like oh, Evan listen. must have already started the stroke. 
in a serious on a serious in Samoa. Like, oh, <laughs> listen, bro, I was bro. Like I had I flew I flew first of all I flew to Samoa flow, but I flew I flew I flew, I flew private. I know a guy that know a guy that robbed a guy, and I went and, and I went. To, but no, on a serious on a serious note, seriously, hats off to the tribal chief. But before I get into the weeds, before we break down the tribal chief, and um and then, listen, I'm and on a serious note, I'm, I'm messing around, but on a serious, note, I think that was Drew McIntyre's best match of his career, by far. Just about how, the, the way, that, and that, and that's a testament to Roman. That's a testament to his dance partner. But on a serious note, it was just the the near falls. It was, it was. I, I cannot emphasize enough a sh- that show. I want. I wanted to be at that show more than anything in the world, man. There is nothing like mm-hmm. that crowd. There's nothing like it. The only taste you get of that crowd is when they're at WrestleMania and you know you're around some of them at the bar or you know there's some around some of them at the arena, but there's nothing like the um, European crowd. But before I um get to the to the um to the, the chief the chief, I wanted to do a couple quick shout outs. Um gentleman by the name of Will English. Hit up hit the boy up in the DMs, man. Evan D Evan T Mac you sit you down with the DMs, gassing you up the podcast. So here's my contribution. Mac Mini was a must listen for me every Tuesday slash Wednesday as soon as I see it drop. Y'all uplifting. Playful, thoughtful, and you aren't afraid of debate in a seamless <laughs> in a seamless package. Shouts to the Captain Planet. Shout 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 out the Captain Planet. Chocolate Captain Planet. Thanks to each of you for bringing your best personality, hot takes, and bits each week. Keep doing what you're doing. Also, put some respect on the Tarzan soundtrack. Phil Collins dropping absolute flames. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> so what? so so will english i will put some respect on the tarzan soundtrack and i will also just let you know how much that means to us and put it put you over brother um and we, you know what we do sleep on the tarzan soundtrack we do we, we do. sleep we, do. we sleep yeah. on it we do it, it's phil collins baby <laughs> yeah, maybe we just take it for granted like yeah of course it's, it's phil collins so that's why we don't think about it like it's just already so, it's already up there so shout out to like, shout out like, we shout love you to, guys, but you slacking here with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was like, he was like, put over, put over, put over. Shout out to Chocolate Captain. Yo, y'all need to respect Phil Collins, brother. <laughs> so shout out to Will English. All the people that put us over have dope names. Yo, Will English. We got a, we got a Guthrie. We got a, we got like a, we got, we got a grizzly bear. You know what I mean? We got. We got Yo, I'm shout out to Justin T too. Justin T, I said I'm gonna shout you out, baby boy. Shout out to Justin T for always um holding us down and putting us over too on on, on Twitter, man. So I so I'm I'm in shout out mode. So I want to shout out some good people that that listen to the show each week. And I, I really appreciate you guys, man. I want to double up on that Justin T thing. He actually left us a review on Apple. Did you put him I over, don't brother? Know, don't know if you uh checked that out. As soon as I he wrote. Uh, uh, I'm going to be honest, when these fellas started, I wasn't sure if it would hit, but I was wrong. I am thoroughly entertained by these guys' debates over spaghetti. He says mixed, which is the right answer. Steak pimps. Medium is the only way. And now Pepsi versus Coke. He's a cherry Coke guy. Uh, I make sure to listen every Tuesday afternoon while I'm in my kitchen prepping for service. Salute. Uh, from at the, che- the chef. Justin said that. I also got to give a shout out to at David Perry Jr. Four on Twitter. I said if you leave a five star review, I'm going to shout you out. So David Perry Jr. Four. Hold on. Just because a chef mixes it doesn't mean it's right. That's just that's just yeah. It's, it's, it, 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 it does. That's the the most qualified person does, on planet Earth. It actually does torpedo everything that I I stand for. <laughs> however. However, I'm standing, I'm standing by it, brother. Because <laughs> uh, we, 
Because I don't know if he's a, because he, is he, a, are you a good chef? Are you a good chef? <laughs> he does. He doesn't like me every week. Yeah. Um, oh, big facts. Big facts. Um, we also, uh, I, I won't go through and read them all because we got, we actually got a few five star reviews on Apple, by the way. We had uh, James's iPhone 5 left us a, uh, uh, pause uh, five star review talking about how they uh, these guys just love wrestling and that's why I love the pods as well as Seth T32 um, with some kind words for the whole channel so shout out to everyone for the kind words on those five star reviews keep them coming I'll put you guys over every any anytime you give us some love I'll put you over that's just what I'll do because um, I think it's it's, it's it's important if since you guys listen who the hell that wasn't listening to them getting getting put over somebody getting put over so I'll, I'll, anybody that does it I'm I'm humbled. And I really appreciate you guys. I really do because we we do love what we do. Um, it's early in the morning for the fellas all the time. Brian puts in work, and um, yeah, it, it means a lot, guys. It, it really does. So um, let me let me let me stop kissing my own ass and um, talk about the tribal. <laughs> let me talk about the tribal chief yeah, who does what he you. does, and he did what dare he did. You. Listen now. Now listen, I know y'all. The ones I, with us. We was in the gym shooting, and, and I will, and I, and, I, and yeah. I will, conti- and I will continue to raise the one. I was raising but the one left. after he won. The funny thing, you The funny thing about you, adorable men, is the funny. The funny thing about Jack and the, the funny thing about Jack and the Jack and B Waters. This the, the, the cuteness about these fellas is that we you know, the right you way. know, you know, you know what loyalty will, is. You you know what Roman will lose, right? You know he will lose eventually, right? Y'all know that, right? No, am I right? Oh, no. oh, <laughs> he's not. Go- oh, he'll be better yeah. than Bruno. Champ? Longer than Bruno. You, no, no, with all due respect to-, to Bruno San Martino, we got to stop that foolishness, too. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Bruno San Martino. You know what, bro? Let me tell you something right now. All I you wrestling it, fans listening to the sound of my voice. I know how to poke this your buttons. Roman, Roman Reigns run. <laughs> Roman Reigns run is the best run in wrestling history, period. Yes, 100%. Period. This, I'm, I'm a so, single I'm, title run, I'm, not even close. Like, we have to stop this foolishness. I'm serious. The Bruno San Martino wrestled in one location. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. This is, this is ridiculous, man. Like, Ro- Roman, what, Roman, what was it, 14 different? That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's, that, yeah. that is, that is beautiful, man. Seriously. And, and, and this run, like, honestly, all, like, all jokes aside, man, we make picks, you know, I, on a serious note, I make picks to, to move the needle, no, no pun intended. I, I have to do certain things to to evoke and th- make this podcast a certain way. So I I'll, I'll do strange shit to yes. to you know <laughs> seriously I'll do strange I'll do strange shit seriously to make people go oh what the hell one of these days people realize that there's a method to all the shit I do and they'll be like damn Evan's like you know Evan actually does the wrestling what wrestling does you know what I mean I I I know what I'm doing guys if I got to be the guy wrong about Roman Reigns winning or losing. It's, it's, it makes content. Trust me, it does. That's why I make content. But on a serious, on a serious note, this Roman Reigns, I cannot believe it's the same guy from a few years ago. I can't, I cannot believe it. Like yeah. honestly, like I, that's the part I just can't, I can't understand. A few years ago, like three years ago, nobody cared about this dude, man. He like the the character his mic. Damn it! I told you Roman didn't even look like he believed himself. And and you go you hit a pandemic. I don't know what the hell it was. Was it the veneers? 
Was it the was it the pan? Was, was it, <laughs> really? Was it, <laughs> the, what the hell was it, man? He goes into the dentist all shy and then he gets the veneers. He's like, acknowledge me. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's like but the honestly, Joker when the in the uh, old Batman with the something's right. taken off. He's like oh. mirror, mirror, mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I don't know what it is, but on a serious note, I'm I'm just in I'm in awe of the the transition. I'm in awe of the character build. I'm in awe of the 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 that he to me is a finished product right now, and 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 he keeps getting better and better. He 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 doesn't need Heyman. He doesn't need anybody. He adds his he adds another member of the bloodline in a beautiful fashion. What a way to get Solo up. Solo's a star. Solo doesn't even need any developmental. Solo is they, that's just how it is. These Samoans to me, everyone talks about the hearts. Everyone talks about those. I think the greatest wrestling faction of all time is that Anawaii bloodline. I, I think it's the greatest part of wrestling. I think it is the greatest, most unbelievable thing I've ever seen, truly. And um, that's all the Roman Reigns. That's all I got, man. Just I, I'm I mean, sorry. I'm sorry. I got to put him over. I keep. I just. It's. I got to gush, man. It's unbelievable, dude. Absolutely. Well, and also he's a two-time cancer survivor. To be able to do that clip with, with his positions a lot. But you know, you think Come about on, long-term storytelling and what we're going to pull out. The thing about Roman Reigns, and I think a lot of people rejected him, was that he really was like a derivative of something else. You were the remnants of the Shield. Didn't have the same talk team about song, it. Talk the about same it. Way. Here's a time we had a brand new character, and I'll be the first one to tell you this. And I I kind of say this now, cowering under my blanket. That the first couple of weeks when he was like, "I'm the Tribal Chief," I'm like, "Ah, says who? Prove it." But you get an advisor, you wear the lay, you get your cousins in, you break another cousin psychologically, then you have a dominant run. This is something that gave everyone a chance to buy in at a new ground floor it won't happen on that level again this is like the avengers endgame man it won't happen yeah. like that again so Ooh. please acknowledge that i've said Ooh. it before this is easily the great i think easily the greatest single title run of all time it's i don't, not even, I don't think I it's think close when you look at how long it's been all you could ever who, argue is that someone else has like had longer only a handful but yeah who is beaten has he has beaten a number of hall, current Hall of Famers, future Hall of future Famers, Hall of world champions? Uh, Drew McIntyre in the UK. It's phenomenal. And you talk about the bloodline, Evan. I've been thinking if you were putting together like a Survivor Series team and you could pick people all time, and uh, you had the one caveat maybe you need to have one tag team in there. I think the bloodline yeah. you could put up against any super team and still have a chance. If you could put. Dude. You know, like Roman, The Rock, Yokozuna, and the Usos together. What all-time team is beating that? I don't. I, you could pick an all-time team, and it'd be like I, I don't know if they could hang with one family. It's it's crazy. I um I I I agree with what you're saying, and like no one no one talks of no one asks me, but I, I will I'll say it on the show since we're talking about it. Like my my it's crazy, but my favorite moment in the history of wrestling. Is when Sika put that lay on Roman Reigns. I'm telling you right now, I have never, I have never in my life, I swear to God, I was like, I almost got, I almost cried for some reason. It was one of the, I get chills just talking about it. It is the greatest moment in wrestling history, in my opinion. When he did that, it had to mean something to Joe. It had to mean something to, that was, whoever the hell decided to do that. Man, let me tell you something. That shot, and he turns around, and like, yo, this is like it's you're the you're the tribal chief, like in in our entire line. 
that is, and I know there's moments of wrestling, man. And I thought about a lot of moments of wrestling, but, and I, and whoever's, whatever your moment is, is what your moment is. No one can take that away from you, but I've never felt like that when I seen that, you know what I mean? So I, it has to be my favorite moment of wrestling history. I've never felt that way. I felt like I was like, good Lord, this is, this is like, it's like real. This is, this is a real, this is a real moment. That's his daddy out there. You know, his daddy with his brother and in the, in the whole squad. Um, so you could do a whole which segment on that, just the fact, like, bro. I can if I get on if I get on this stuff, the show's gonna go on for. Was that a was that his three sixteen moment? You think where like this? To me, yeah, to this me, guy it was. has been a, a star, but now it's a different. To piece. me, it was that moment that that moment that that camera shot they hit. It was it was it was awesome, and he's in a different he's in a different um lane. So whenever he does drop, it, it'll it'll mean something when and if he drops. If he never dropped ever again, would I be okay with it? Yeah. <laughs> that's what makes but, the but, single greatest run because there's never a time like of course you're gonna have some people who are tired of it but the masses the masses aren't screaming to take the title off of him they really aren't they really and the aren't merchandise the merchandise every time he comes out with something new it's flying off the shelves so yeah, I have like 10 right Roman Reigns shirts it's, I have like ten Roman Reigns shirts. I've never. It's the most. I have. I have almost have more. Matter of fact, I think I got more Roman Reigns shirts than Cena shirts, which is ridiculous. And Cena's your goat. Uh, well, uh, it's, it, it uh, might be by one shirt. It might be by one shirt. It might be by one shirt. But oh yeah, man, listen, we got, we got, we got. We gonna let me, let me. But yeah, let me stop gushing over. We got, we got a guest to bring on, man. Let me stop talking about Roman. Let's stop blowing smoke over Roman Reigns' butt, man. Because listen, my, cause I got a few bucket list interviews and his is one of them. I'm telling you right now, if I get that Roman Reigns interview, boy, I tell you, I'll be like, listen, Jack, why you go against him against Drew McIntyre? I'll like, I'll flip the tables and be like, tell him. I never doubted your tribal chief. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. I would place you under the bus. Even, even, though, there's, even though there's receipts, there's receipts, you can just pull up the old podcast, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. But <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, guys, stay tuned. We got a nice guest coming up. So um, yeah, I think Brian go hit that ding, ding, ding. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time that the MacMania podcast takes a moment to bring class, intelligence, beauty, and charisma to your ears. Here is when we highlight the incredible women in this industry. It is time for Madam Mania. 
guests. This rendition of Madam Mania is a very special Madam Mania. We have brought on the queen herself, the queen of the ring, Miss Alex. What's really good, boo? Hey. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. You know, first time guest, long time listener. So. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, I really appreciate you. But I just I just wanted to hop right in. First, first and foremost, like what what was your takeaway from everything that went on this weekend? Is was was it wrestling for you? Was it was it press conferences for you? Was it worlds collide? Was it AEW? What 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 stood out in your mind? Uh, everything and in between, really. Um, Clash at the Castle, let's talk about that. Because that was a really fun show, especially for the UK crowd. They haven't had a show like that in almost 30 years. It almost felt like a mini mania for them. Uh, and I still can't get over Seth Rollins' gear. <laughs> it looks so good. Yeah. He John always, he's uh, he's kind of set the, the bar a little high for himself when it comes to gear now. People, like, I expect him to dress incredible. So... He's got it's a heavy burden to bear, but I think Seth Rollins can handle it. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even uh Gunther versus Sheamus. What a what a hoss fight, right? Called it. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> what was your 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 opinion? Because I've seen both both sides of this about how the pay-per-view ended. You know what I mean? We had we had the the, the decision, we had the cash in attempt, we had the sing-along, we had Tyson Fury. It was a lot. I think the ending of that last match, um, I, I feel like it was a huge loss not to have Drew win in that regard. But at the same time, the way that they played it out, well, first of all, the song, <laughs> the sing-along. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I still can't get over the sing-along. <laughs> I don't know if that's just a thing over there. I mean, uh, singing off key is universal, I think. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, I'm just curious to see who's next on the list for Roman. You know, you know, everyone's talking about this sing-along thing and, and giving them a hard time. But I'll tell you, I'm a big Seattle Seahawks fan. I was in Las Vegas when they lost the Super Bowl in a heartbreaking way. And I disappeared off into Vegas to try to make myself feel be better. I went to clubs. I went to casinos. It didn't work, but what I'm saying is I understand what trying to make yourself feel better after a very difficult loss like poor Drew McIntyre uh, had to had to face. I think, yeah, I think Seamus Gunther has to be matched the night Clash the Castle, right? Like, I, I feel like that's kind of universal, right? Yeah, I think it's definitely the match of the weekend, match of the night for sure. Uh, that women's tag in the beginning was also really good, seeing uh, damage control come on top. I know a lot of people were disappointed that EO and Dakota didn't win the tag titles, but I think it's good that they didn't win it right off the bat, right? Build them up just a little bit because they just got back up. They're just back in the scene. So having this tag match with Alexa, Asuka, and Bianca, Bailey getting the pin on Bianca, that tells a really good story. So I'm really looking forward to see where it's going to go. You know, they're they're really hot right now. Damage Control is probably the hottest act right now, in my opinion, on in WWE. So excited to see where it goes. Ding dong, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to see. It was good to see Bailey back. It was good to see her in the ring. It was um, 
you know, she's she, it's like wrestling is better for it when she's back. You know what I mean? It's just good to see someone come back as well. Someone comes off an injury like that. I'm always concerned about how they're going to perform and just, you know, you never know how things are going to shake out. So it was just good to see her in the ring. And it was good to see her in that atmosphere, pretending like she didn't like the old school, like Bailey chant. She had to pretend like she didn't <laughs> like it because she was in, in heel mode, but it was dope to see her be like, don't, don't stop, stop, you know? So I thought that was dope. So what about, um, what about, what about AEW? Anything from that, from that, from that night and um, that, that you, any, anything wrestling related from AEW that you want to talk about? <laughs> Yeah, because I'm sure we're going to get into it. But wrestling related, that tag match with the acclaimed and swerving glory, like that was probably, you know, Tony said in the press conference that was the best tag match probably in AEW history. And I would definitely agree. Um, crowd was really behind acclaimed and it was good to see. But also like swerving glory, they're hot right now, too. So I'm glad that they got the they retained. Um I think one match that not a lot of people are talking about is uh, Eddie Kingston versus Ishii. That was a hard hitting match. Mm-hmm. And I think Ishii broke some blood vessels. Like his chest looks so bad. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I got a feeling they saw, they caught Seamus versus Walter and were like, okay, let's see if we can hang with those guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Match. They but said, was, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a, some choppy waters in that match, if that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very, very dangerous. I um, I agree. I, watching AEW, I love that tag team match. And I was saying to Flobo, I was texting him, I think, as this was happening, that uh, AEW is onto something with the acclaim. Like, they better take advantage of this and not let it go because everyone loves the acclaim right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's something special. You got that, like, lightning in a bottle right now with them. And they need they better find something to, to make that work because it's... It, their their time is now, as uh, John Cena's music once said. <laughs> I actually agree with them not putting the titles or calling the audible though, because I think that you got more steam behind them after that presser. I know we're gonna get into that more, but just seeing how you can build something off, like kind of how disrespected Keith Lee and Swerve felt that you can go into the New York show and then they'll get an even bigger pop. Especially knowing what you was going to do at the end of the night, you don't want the acclaims moment to kind of be lost, even though it was a long show and nobody expected what happened afterwards. You know, the night was going to be about MJF coming back. So I think, you know, if you put the titles on the next show, you can do something and it can still capitalize off what you're saying, Jack. Do you think there's a little bit of like too little too late with them, though? Like not not too little too late, but like, is there a little bit of like, eh, maybe you missed the right moment as opposed to... um like, is if they have a rematch now and they win, it'll feel a little bit like, yeah, okay, you saw how how big they were and now you're trying to make good. Would you feel like there's a little bit of like, the moment was this weekend? You know, does that make sense? It, it does, it does. And it's one of those things where it, it does matter when you put a title on somebody based on the crowd. Like I said, if any time you were going to give Drew the title, it was it was in Wales. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if, if Roman was going to fall, it had to be in Wales to, to Drew McIntyre. Now it's just like, yeah. WrestleMania, Cody. <laughs> yeah, if Drew had a rematch and won at Extreme Rules, you'd feel like, yeah, you kind of miss. Like, eh. You know what I mean? Because because right. just because the, the the atmosphere, the build up, like you know, on a serious note, you know, we you know we were messing around about you know about the package, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but but like on a serious note, like the like historically, like in behind the scenes, Drew was really actually integral as getting that a show there. He actually pushed for it. 
and like and and worked his way. It was like a it was like a whole bunch of things working behind the scenes. So so now it kind of feels like damn, like who who's next? Drew had a good moment, but who's next? So you're right. I think it was a it would have been a good time to put the titles on the acclaim, but bro, I guess what I was thinking, like they they're over though, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're over, but um, uh, moving on, uh, Queen. What um, MJF is back. You excited? Yay or nay? Yay, yay! I'm excited <laughs> to see. <laughs> yay! I'm excited to see him back. Um, I was a little off on that finish with the ladder match because that ladder match was so good. And when Dante Martin came back, he like turned the gear up during that match. So I could have seen that match go on like at least another. 10 minutes uh and then shenanigans endured uh i thought it was the masked magician coming out do y'all remember that oh, show? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the secrets of magic, the secrets of magic. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pulling back the curtain wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> but i That's think so it was <laughs> but i think it was um It was telling how hot MJF is that they were in Chicago and CM Punk was in the ring holding their world title and MJF got the pop that he did, you know? And I think everyone was expecting him to come out. People were saying that he was going to be the Joker for that ladder match, but the way that they did it, I think was perfect. I think if he just came out just as MJF, but leaving that mysterious, you know, more, I guess, <laughs> into the ladder match and be people being like, who is it? Who's it going to be? But I knew it was him when he got into the ring. Like, that swagger when he gets into the ring, <laughs> like, I kind of yeah. had a yeah. feeling it was him. But I'm excited to see where it goes and uh, after that presser, it's going to be a good feud, I guess. <laughs> so so I promise we'll ask about the presser, I promise. But, like, for all of his purposes, we didn't see that. We didn't see it coming. So, like, I yeah. guess when it comes down to the pay-per-view itself and and because we're in chicago a, a city that AEW is really familiar with it was uh some variety of match lengths i know people were complaining about the length of these pay-per-views did all out deliver as a self-contained event in your opinion i think it did i think it did it it did deliver was it a bit long sure but there were still some really good matches like that women's fatal four-way match was superb in my opinion uh, I'm excited to see where that story goes with Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. There's some, there's mm-hmm. some waves going on there. Um, but Akara Shida, when she had that moment where she was injured, they took her to the back and she came out with those two kendo sticks. You know, y'all know I love Joshi, you know, even <laughs> yes, down to the uh, Ortiz and Ruby Soho painting their faces like Aja Kong and Bull Nakano. So uh, yeah, that was, that was a really cute moment. And even like, when they were, they had all those submissions onto each other. Remember in that women's match? Yeah. yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. But I think overall, it delivered. You know, I think for the buildup, I think for me, in my opinion, All Out wasn't much of a buildup as it was last year. And maybe I'm biased because I was there last year. But For me, All Out, I think it delivered in the sense of like just good straight wrestling. You know, I think the tag match definitely put the titles a little bit more on the map with the hype of the acclaimed and Swerving Glory. And even, you know, Jade Cargill. I mean, didn't she look amazing in that She-Hulk cosplay? Oh, my God. Yeah, she. <laughs> the show's been really good, too. I'm happy with it. Listen, I'm I'm entertained by the She-Hulk show. 
This yeah, Seahawks show fun. is 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 fun, man. I'm sorry. I'm having <laughs> I'm having a ball. What you want me to do? You you twerk you twerking with Megan Thee Stallion. I'm on board, brother. All right. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I just, I just need to stop being a curmudgeon. This is hilariously amazing. <laughs> like she actually had to mocap and twerk with Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah. I see like the I see like the, the pictures. It was amazing. Dedication. Yeah, she was on that platform. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give it, brother. <laughs> All right, okay, here we go. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about this infamous press conference. I just wanted to make sure we got some wrestling in before we talk about some non-wrestling because there was a lot of good wrestling. So, okay, so the press conference. What are your thoughts? Was it a work? Is it a shoot? Is it whatever these kids are talking about now? Was it just good content? Was it good stuff? Was it social media fodder? In the Queen's opinion, what was what was the presser to you? Got people talking about AEW now much more. Uh, the presser I watched live and I was watching it live and I was like, what is actually happening? And I think it's interesting that we had a press conference from WWE 24 hours ago and then we get this press conference. And not to, I don't, I don't like to be the one of like AEW versus WWE, but like the pressers were very two separate entities of how that of those companies, how they're run or not run or everything in between. It just seemed like that AEW presser was very spicy. And I know that I watched it back today and the Colt Cabana stuff seemed like, you know, nobody asked punk about it. It seemed like he was familiar who the journalist was and there was some connections and he maybe found the opportunity to just bring it up then. Maybe something happened before he got into that room that we don't know about still um, that made him feel a little bit justified to bring it up in front of a room like that. Um, And even, like, everyone was spicy. Not even from punk, like Tony Storm, you know, uh, Swerving Glory as well, Tony Khan even. So uh, something was rumbling (laughs) backstage before anybody came out. Yeah, it's I, I I look at it and it's it's it, I, somewhere on the spectrum. It is either 100 uh, percent real, in which case that's not good. And I was thinking or it's 100 percent fake, in which case this doesn't entertain me. This just makes me feel gross. Like, I don't like what I'm seeing <laughs> I'm yeah. or, or it's somewhere <laughs> in the, or it's somewhere in between there, in which case it's neither. I don't know. I, I thought this was a, a bad look for everyone involved. I don't think anyone left this press personally. I don't feel like anyone left this presser uh, looking better. Like I'm, I'm not excited. I don't, I know some people say, well, what about now if they have Adam page versus CM Punk personally, I don't want to see Adam page versus CM Punk. They just made, it's like, I felt like it was like watching my friend's parents argue. I didn't, I I didn't enjoy this. Uh, uh, Personally, I feel like it, it made everyone look bad. So whether it's real, whether it's fake for me, I felt like it was a bad, bad look for the company. Well, riddle me this then. Do we want to see Punk as champion? He got the championship in his hometown at, in Chicago, uh, uh, Alex. And so now he's a champ. But it seems like after this press conference, he's the bad guy? <laughs> is uh, he the bad guy? And it's, and it's like, this is, this is the face of your company now. And the face of your company is talking this way about your EVPs and even Tony Khan himself in his face. And I think that's, you know, that's the one thing that people love about Punk, right? Is that he stands up for himself. He says it like it is in front of, you know, and that's great and all. 
But I think the context of what was actually coming out of his mouth was a little bit like, maybe y'all can settle this outside of the cameras and the microphones and everything. But I agree, like, it kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth because it's like, I don't know if I actually want to see this. And even leading into Grand Slam, which is their next big show, uh, just in like two weeks, I... MJF versus Punk, if that's going to be the main event, like, I don't know how that's going to go even tomorrow for Dynamite. Like, what's what's going to be the promo? Like, how are they actually going to address this on screen? Because something needs to be addressed now that the whole world has seen this presser, you know, like something needs to happen leading up to maybe doing a little bit of damage control. I, f- I don't know who I feel bad for, whether it's the viewers, us seeing that or Paige. I've, I've never really heard anything bad about Paige, you know, Adam Page. So it just something probably I'm, I'm convinced something happened before the presser where Punk felt like he, again, was justified to come out and say what he did. But yeah, I just there's something about that presser where it was, you know, Punk says a lot how he loves Bret Hart. Uh, Hart. He's a Bret Hart guy, but he was showing a little Shawn Michaels 90s era a little bit during that presser. I'm Ooh. a huge Shawn Michaels person too, so. Let's go. <laughs> it, 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 honestly, though, it, 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 it kind of felt like Bret Hart in WCW, except like if Bret oh, Hart yeah. would have been given a presser, it felt like that. And it almost, you know, I think back to, this was a work, obviously. Hulk Hogan, when he turned heel, he never disrespected WCW, he'd said, look who's done more for the company up north that who knows better than that about that company than me talking about WWE. Punk felt like when he said the key words, when he said their niche audience, turning me heel against their niche audience, that was kind of like saying, y'all nothing but an IWC company. And I'm trying to make you guys think globally. That's why Paige shouldn't have said what he said because now you're turning this group of people against me. So it it felt uncomfortable. I think Jack said it best just now. I mean, I got here's another Jack is right quote. Yeah. It felt like watching, yes. <laughs> it, it felt like watching your parents argue. Of course, we love wrestling and we love the soap operaness and we love the drama. But this isn't something I think people necessarily want to see get settled in the ring. You know, it's just like, yeah. uh, and quite frankly, the way I see it, put the title MJF and send Punk up the road. That's Dang. the. <laughs> that's the way I see it. Okay, yeah. so you have a match. You wouldn't just rip Punk for doing that. No, nah, no, nah, not at all. No, nah, just get settled in the ring. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he better. I feel like he, he has better. to, right? <laughs> like all I mean, this, all the main event mafia versus the- all the all the other <laughs> stuff aside, presser aside, everything else. If if CM Punk loses or uh, if MJF loses again. What is he even doing? Like this, he'll never have a bigger moment or opportunity to win a championship than this. So if he loses, what what's what's he even doing? You know, like what this will be his? I think is his third shot at the title, maybe second. I can't remember, but he needs if if he's not at a place where they can make him champion now, and he's going to take another loss at that level, then what's he even on on TV for? Because he's a top star. He's a, he's not someone you have in rivalries with the uh, the guys that aren't big stars, you know? So 
if he's not winning this, why did he even come back? Is would be my. Yeah, and I think they also mentioned that there wasn't an, an extension when with his contract or something like that. But I think it all plays out at full gear. I think he wins. I would hope that he wins at full gear. I hope that they, you know, they've got some time to tell that story. Who knows what we're actually going to see at Grand Slam? But I, I agree. Like I think it's time to put the belt on MJF. Um, I don't know if maybe that press conference just kind of tarnished Punk's run now a little bit. Also, Mox was having a great run. Like yes, I, yes. I. I don't agree with taking the title off of him. And Mox had that feel of a champion where he's like, I don't care who I face. I don't care what the ranking is. I just want to fight. And that was exciting to see uh, with Mox. But I, I I see it. They're in Chicago. Punk came back. Uh, but I agree. Like, if you're not going to have MJF win this title, then what are we even doing? You know? Do you think, I, considering, like, with Mox coming back. I mean, let's say Mox holds on to the title. Do you think, I mean, obviously we know why like MJF left before and, you know, stuff with him and Punk. Do you think it would have been entertaining to see him come out with Mox being a champion? Let's say the Mox retains the title, then MJF has this big comeback. Do y'all think that would have been entertaining? I think, I think it varies of what the crowd's reaction would have been if Mox won in Chicago, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I think it, I think it would have been entertaining if, if MJF came back with Mox as champion. Um, I would have loved to see it a little bit more now than Punk versus MJF, that's for sure. It, you know, it's, it's very interesting, this crowd in Chicago. And Chicago is um, typically great crowds. They, I feel like more so than ever, the crowd, this was the first time the crowd was kind of telling AEW what they really want. And usually... I think AEW crowds are very good. They just kind of they're happy with what they get. But this time on uh, at all out, and maybe you guys can let me know if I'm I'm off my mark here. But it felt like they were they were telling us that they want certain things. They were they wanted Jamie Hader to win that match. You could hear them behind Jamie Hader. You could hear them. They wanted the acclaim to win that match. Um, and the fact that there were Moxley chants during C that CM Punk match in Chicago. I think AEW fans wanted Moxley to win that match before the press conference, and everything else. Um, this to me felt like the first time that a AEW show wasn't giving the fans what I think they really wanted. And I think this was the first time AEW fans were actually saying we want different than what we're getting. So here's my question for you, Alex. When you're watching the show, you said this was good. You saw the presser, you have these mixed feelings. Is is this a net positive, in your opinion, for AEW? Is it going to get more people saying, I wonder what the damage is going to be on Dynamite? Or is it one of those moments where we go, oh, this was the start of the end? If, can I be all doom and gloom, in your opinion? I don't think it's the start of the end. I don't think AEW is going away anytime soon. Um, I I wouldn't say it's the start of the end, but I think it's the start of fans taking notice of maybe what's happening within that company. I think a lot of people are now definitely going to tune in for Dynamite and Rampage, but wrestling is such, we're in such a unique era right now in wrestling with Papa H 
being in control of WWE. And now some of these shows are a little like, I watched Monday Night Raw, you know, like people are actually actively watching Monday Night Raw and enjoying it. And, and the same with SmackDown. That's the beautiful thing right now in wrestling, right? There's there's something to watch everywhere, no matter which channel you're watching, YouTube channel, Twitch, you know, television, doesn't matter. But I think right now with AEW, I think a lot of fans, hardcore fans, are much more tuned in. And like you said, like, um, I think this was the first time, this is the first pay-per-view since the company's existence where you can tell that the fans were demanding something that they weren't booking. And so I think we're going to see a little bit more of that. I'm very excited to see what's going to happen at Grand Slam. It's in New York and you know how New York crowds are, you know, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) I'll be there. So it's going to be fun. But I think right now, like to say it's the, it's the end of the company. I don't know. I mean, there's talks that some of the biggest faces are threatening to walk out. Yeah. So it's, I think if, if they actually walk out, if that plays out, it might be going down the road of being the end. There are hardcore fans that follow an individual wrestler wherever they go. You know, we've seen that with Brian, we've seen that with Cole. And so if that does happen, it might be leading down that road. But for now, I think it's just an exciting time for wrestling. You know, it's, you know, it's interesting. Um, everything you said, I agree with everything you said as far as like just being in a, a space where we enjoy wrestling or we, in, or we, in, like, we enjoy, we enjoy the product and, and being able to enjoy different platforms and things like that and, and focusing on the good and focusing on all the content that we're getting and the different promotions that are doing well, you know what I mean? As opposed to finding the bad, you know, or, or, or trying to put, pit them against each other. I think it's just cool to just sit back and just enjoy the products. You know, what's really cool this weekend, too, is if you were someone who had, you know, uh, 47 hours of time to watch all three shows uh, (laughs) this weekend. What I loved about it is uh, the three shows and just how they all sort of offered a different type of pro wrestling show where like Clash the Castle felt like the big spectacle type of wrestling show. Um, And Worlds Collide just was a really well made, tightly put together wrestling show with great wrestling matches and, and everything really well structured and all out had that anything could happen. What's going on here kind of mentality as well. And so it was felt like three very different types of wrestling shows that were all interesting in their own ways. So as a wrestling fan, it's kind of cool to see all three of these big shows happen back to back to back in the different ways you can approach pro wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Fans were eating very good this weekend when it came to wrestling. I'm also a huge fan of afternoon wrestling. I think we need to bring that yes. back. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm 30 years challenge. old. Yeah, yeah. I'm 30 yeah. years old. Like I like my time, my Saturday nights to me. <laughs> Honestly, Saturday was great. Cause here on the West coast, it was done like by mid afternoon. I was able to go out and go like do stuff with the rest of my day. I had the afternoon. I was like, this is great. I love this. <laughs> Now, shout out to Jack, too, for holding down not one but two post shows, especially after the oh, long pay per view, and then breaking yeah. in with the breaking news, you know. Put him, <laughs> so put him, put him over, put him, and, put him over, look, brother. Yeah. yeah, he was sharp throughout the whole thing. You didn't hear the fatigue or nothing. Like, shout out to Jack. No, Farmer, no, no, you're not going to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not going to hear that. the world what he does. 
the Iron Man, baby. No, thank you, guys. <laughs> All right, my Venmo is such a such. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, yeah, put the, Crazy put the, Jack, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, put, yeah, put the Venmo over, brother. Um, Miss Queen, before we get you out of here, my dear, put yourself over, put ever, put anything you want over, just put it over, put it all over. Yeah, you could follow me, Queen of the Ring, on Twitter, Queen of the Ring on Instagram. Definitely follow Church of Joshi if you want to get more into Joshi. Start him right now. It's a really great time in stardom. They have their five-star Grand Prix, which is their tournament right now. It's been going on for a few months. It ends in October. We've been covering that. We've been covering TJPW as well. Their new, uh, over at the IWGP, the new women's championship, their tournament's about to start up. So we've been covering all of that. Uh, we are live Sundays at 12 p.m. on twitch.tv slash KlaVision and Church of Joshi everywhere. And we also have a Patreon. So you can keep up with us. It'll be great. Real quick, how do you feel about stardom and, and coming over stateside with Strong and, and doing the co-show? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, Rumble on 44th Street. I will be there. I'm very excited to see who they're going to bring into uh, into those shows, whether it's all of Queen's Quest. I'm a huge Queen's Quest fan. Okay. Uh, so I'm very excited to see how it's going to play out. I know they've announced some uh, mixed tags uh, happening very soon. I think it's it's a show in November. I forget the name of it, but I'm really excited because right now stardom has been deemed the second biggest promotion in Japan and they beat out Noah, which is a pretty big deal. Uh, and they're right behind new Japan as well. And I know some people have been saying, you know, Oh, women's wrestling, this and that, like there's, there's women's wrestling everywhere, literally everywhere, you know, and stardom right now, they, they have some Really big talent. I think right now the the stardom roster is probably the best roster that they've had since the beginning of their company. And you know, if, if you've loved people like EO Sky, Oscar, uh, and everyone, that's that's you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of fun watching some stardom. Talk about it. Talk about it, Miss <laughs> um, Alex. I really appreciate your insight. I appreciate you taking the time. You got to come back. Um, I would love to have you come back and just chop it up. And um, thank you for taking time out of your day and, and letting these people know about stuff and. You know, and showing your love for wrestling. <laughs> Thank you for having me, y'all. I love the show. I listen every week, so really happy. Thank you. Thank you. Real quick, come back. Real quick, how you eat your spaghetti? What's what's the debate? Because I heard last week the pineapples on pizza, and I will say no pineapples on my pizza. <laughs> well, I mean, we okay, were all kind so of this... uh, lukewarm anyway, so it doesn't yeah, really. They all drink the wrong cola. They all drink Coke. That's Yo, ridiculous. It's 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 Coke. It's not. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, we already. Oh, Doctor Pepper. Bit. No love for well, Doctor Pepper. That was the, the, the poll. Yeah, the poll. You know what I mean? We started yeah. getting into the minutiae. You know yeah. what I mean? So, though, it's like, it, like, so the, the pizza, like, so the spaghetti on top, the, the sauce on top, or do you mix the sauce in? Is that, which way would you eat the spaghetti if you had a choice to eat your spaghetti? All I'm saying is you go down to any restaurant back in New York, you go to Trees, you go to Frank's, they'll give you the sauce on top and you it, mix it yourself. You hear that? He's slipping in to try to be more... Uh, I'm just putting it out he's, there. He's just letting that Brooklyn come in as I'm much just, as possible. I don't know what you're talking about, I'm Jack. just letting you know. If you look at the emoji, the emoji, the sauce is on top of the emoji. But, but here's the thing. 
If there's if there's good meatballs and sausages, sauce on the top. If we're just doing the ground beef like gimmick, then we gotta mix it up in the pot. <laughs> the, gra- <laughs> the ground beef gimmick. <laughs> I don't All like right, you I'm... riding the fence. You gotta pick a side. Yet on top or mixed up. <laughs> it depends if I'm getting meatballs. It's <laughs> a very nuanced answer. That was good. It was good. It was a good answer. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was the most different answer we've heard. The most different explanation we've heard thus far. So I, I I'll allow it. Also, it depends on the sauce, like marinara, right? Like we're not messing with the Alfredo sauce. Alfredo sauce is mixed in. Marinara all day. Alfredo is always mixed in. Alfredo is Alfredo is always mixed in. Okay. Okay. Alfredo always gets it right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely disgusting. Um, thank you so much for joining us, my dear, and and enjoy your enjoy your meatballs the way you enjoy your meatballs. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus. View its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Oh, yes, fellas, that was uh, the queen of the ring, Miss Alex. I love always getting her insight. I do I do follow her. And just she, she gives a different take. She has... Um, she has a different like eye for wrestling, so it's really good. If you guys uh, don't know who she is, you know now. Um, give her a follow, give her a listen. Um, she's she's um she has charisma. She is she's charis she's charismatic, brother, brother. But um, speaking of a situation, now listen, we gotta we gotta unpack this. Lord have mercy, I didn't think I was gonna come on the podcast with the five W's and have to unpack a press conference. And right now, Brian Waters, I want you to cue up a song for me, mm-hmm. and it is by. Boo Fang Rihanna. Work, 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 work. It is, it's a work, 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 work. See, I'm fucking lie, 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 lie. Yeah, it's a work, it's a work, brother. Cue Boo Fang Rihanna music right now. I think we got about six seconds. It's a work. It's a work. And you're not gonna work me. You're not gonna work old Emac. You gotta wake up pretty early in the morning to get this work by me. You ain't gonna be talking about no executive vice presidents and then having all these people saying there was a man lay outside no no there wasn't no no there wasn't but there wasn't though there wasn't this is because this is this is and it's unfortunate that i think that that tony has to resort to like cheap ploys to move the needle because wwe put on two bangers you know what i mean and and i and i think he felt a little desperate so he had to do something and it worked for a short period of time it was it was the trend and everyone was talking about it but that's what that's what he put it like this he pretty much told you it was work when tony had that that moment where he was like i got a lot of money and i'm not going to take this line down he pretty much let you know he'll do whatever it takes to try to you know steal headlines even though the two shows the wwe had weren't on the same day 
that I've never that the art the, the weirdest argument Tony made was that they scheduled Glide shows. The same day. Say say the end. Was it say we're, 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 that was like in it was like in the day, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you know what I mean like and it's and you got Peacock Peacock's like Peacock calls you like a cup of coffee you know each each month you know what I'm, what I'm trying to say is if you want I'm a firm believer if you want to watch wrestling you'll watch wrestling you'll 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 watch you'll watch everything my my whole my whole thing is like I don't think you but like this all that shit was not real that that's what I'm gonna say you it just wasn't. even this even him coming after Colt Cabana was uh yeah was part yeah. of a, I know it was it, is, it, it, it was rooted in rooted in reality, but yeah, yeah, should have been talking about MJF yeah. after that night, and they were talking about CM Punk. Didn't like that. Didn't like that. I, that that I rubbed me the wrong I don't like it either. Well, I don't like it either. But I don't think it's all a work. Uh, and there's two things why I don't think it's what's work. what's maybe, what's not all the work. What's what parts are not? Well, all maybe work. I, I could I could share it with you guys. You guys can shot me down because this is I'm trying. No, to you could be right. You could be right. I'm just telling you what well, I thought. One, if you ever seen the time when the Forbidden Door was open the first time and Tony Khan was on Impact, I don't think Tony's that good of an actor. That's that's number one to me. I don't I don't buy him being like that's actually uh, a fair uh, point. You know, and and, and two. Granted, we want to be able to create this fake world and, and have this discuss whether it's real or fake. But if I'm Liberty Car Insurance, I don't think they can say this is so nuanced enough they can pull apart what's real and what's not. I mean, I, I don't think that this would be all the way fake because of how unplanned uh, it felt to me having Punk go after Cocabana's mom of all people. Yeah, yeah, that okay. But I'm talking about the page stuff and the and the Young Buck stuff. Okay. That's okay. there, there ain't right. no way in hell he's gonna talk to me like that. I'd have rolled up on that press conference. There ain't no way in hell that's, that's real. What, that's no what happened way. afterwards, according to reports, is that there was yeah, a and, I don't, and I don't believe that. That's all off camera camera. I don't believe it. I do not believe that for a second, bro. I'm sorry. And I and I read who was reporting it. They they're shills, bro. There's shields for that. There's shields for AEW, man. They are, dude. They get those. When I hear what I said, no disrespect, but Fightful, like they they shill for Tony. I uh I, they I do. don't know man I <laughs> they don't I do no fightful shields for them I I I don't know anything about fightful or what they do I, but they, they, what I'm but, saying <laughs> about the uh what I'm saying is this whole situation to me there's too many things about it that don't seem like it's part of a story I think the fact that it buried everything that the show did today there was no like there was no tie into the, the in fact if anything. Everything they did it all out may be thrown out. Might as well be thrown out the window. No Maybe, one see, cares. That's, that's what I'm saying, Jack. Maybe they like, don't realize the, the error of their ways. But that's, it also because of how it came about and how things happened, it doesn't. This just doesn't feel like. Again, you look at what's going on with Will Osprey and Kenny Omega. That feels like I could see them. Okay, we're going to take shots at each other. This will build up to something down the road. This was too nonsensical to me to <laughs> feel like it's something that doesn't have something else going on now i'm not going to pretend i know all the ins and outs of of uh what's going on but to me this feels like there was way more to it than this is trying to build to an adam page cm punk match of some kind or i don't see i don't see that i I don't see that coming what i'm just what i'm trying to say is Mm -hmm. I, i i don't i don't know if they know what they're doing you you know what I'm saying? I, with all due respect, whether it's a work or not a work, I don't. I think they think they know what they're doing to a certain degree, but it's it's always messy. I don't. What I'm what I'm trying to say is, maybe this is an experiment that might go horribly wrong. 
maybe people talk about it for the weekend. Maybe people are like, cool, and it trended for a while, and then people are going to be like, now what? But I'll tell you, it just it just doesn't, to me, it's not smart. <laughs> no matter what it is, it's just not oh, smart. If it, if it was a work, I would be so upset that I, I shelled out, and I did, $50 to see an event. And all the storyline advancements happened at a free presser after. And that's what it was. And that's what it was, though. It's a hard hard pill to swaddle. So let's say it wasn't. Let's let's say it wasn't a work. Then what you just said still happened. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a little bit of there is a little bit of lack of control. I don't want to see guys speak for them, but there seems to be a lack of. We just we just call them. You just you're speaking about what you see. Like you know, we're we're just this is an opinion. This is an opinion show. That's another thing. If I if I if I think I see something, I'm not gonna. I can't. I can't keep on qualifying it by saying, "Well, I don't know." Damn it, I'm saying what I think. Oh, for sure. And and one thing I do. One thing I do know is this is stupid. It is, but I, it, it appears stupid. more to me that that the, whoever is the, the, the head of talent or Tony Khan himself does not have control of the personalities in the locker room. That's what it looks like to me watching this press conference. I don't see what the immediate thing is. I mean, I don't know if you bring back Colt Cabana for this. We have the Young Bucks fight folks now. Like to me, that makes there's nothing that you can pull from that be clean in a way that this press conference helped promote after the show. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I where I'm at. Uh, I I think it's a bad look. One way or the other, as I said uh, during our, our chat uh, with Queen of the Ring, I, I think if this is 100% fake, I think that this is a bad look. If it's 100% real, I think it's a bad look. If it's somewhere in yeah. the middle, I think it's a bad look. Uh, I am giving the benefit of the doubt. I don't think this was anything planned because I just can't see any plus side value. Yeah, see, it. that's what I'm trying to say. Like that, that's your reasoning behind it, and I would have to agree with you. But think about that. You're you're because you're thinking from a logical standpoint. What what if what if they're not? Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I mean, if you were going to have this, if you were going to say we're going to do a, a a something like this where you want someone to go off the rails, you would have your guy who's already done that, and that's his thing in MJF. If anything, having CM Punk do this just totally uh, minimized everything CM Punk has ever or uh, MJF has ever done. This just made everything MJF has done seem like not that big of a deal. But and this is what I'm trying to say. Less authentic. Work, but that's what I'm trying to say. Work or no work, they did that happened. They meant they minimize MJF's return. Work or no work. That's that's yeah. my my biggest takeaway is work or not. What the hell did you keep MJF off TV for? Yeah, man, listen, man. And I told you this has nothing to do with like personal feelings towards AEW. I'm just talking about what I talk about. I love Tony Tony Khan actually. I think he'd be a, probably probably a swell guy. You know what I mean? But but I but it, but if I see something that I don't think is good, I'll I'll say it. That's kind of what the show's supposed to do. So it's <laughs> yeah. But just the, eh, go ahead, as, Flo. as the old folks say, the canary in the coal mine for me, the 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 Inception token was was swerving our glory because. They went to Chicago thinking they'll be heroes. And they were like, nah, we want the other guys. And poor Keith Lee's like, let me get some of that heat with a scissor. And no one cheered for them. And they went to that press conference and they were also salty. I, I, I will, I will me, say I this. Like, no, no, I will say this, though. Swerve, that Swerve wouldn't, he wasn't messing around there, though. Mm-hmm. Swerve, so, you know, I, I, you know, I, yeah, that, that's not a word. <laughs> that, that felt disrespectful, though. Tell me, tell me what you mean. Like with Swerve, when um, Tony Khan was talking, and he was like, no, hold on, Tony. I I, I felt like, hmm, I wouldn't have did that with Vince. I wouldn't um, even do that with I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that with any of my bosses. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't even do that to you fellas. You know what I mean? I just, that, that's I, just, and, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just listening. <laughs> and, and I think to me, that supports the argument of no, not this not being a work. Cause I just feel like everything's lost. Out, everything is out of control over there. And, you know, Tony Khan tried to go into that spill about he got more money than Jim Crockett and he's not going to take this line down. But I'm like, bro, I don't care how much money you got. If people aren't buying your product, people are not going to buy your product. I don't think you can pay people to buy your product. Ted Turner had all the yeah, money with, in the world. With all, but, due, with all due respect, yeah, with all due respect, bro, you, you there's there people are rich now. Mm-hmm. People, people, people are rich, and I know. But I know what he was trying to say. He's like, my pockets mm-hmm. are deep. I have the, I have the ability to keep throwing things at walls and see if it's. I know what he, I know what he was saying, but, mm-hmm. I, but I, but, but, but also I do know this: uh, billionaires become billionaires by making money, not losing money. So, <laughs> so he can say whatever he wants to say, but he ain't trying to just pee away all that money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He still has a football team. He has a um, American football team, a European football club. He has different business ventures, I'm sure, but he doesn't want to keep taking L's wrestling because I'm telling you, man, WWE will never, and I repeat, never be beaten by anybody. Period. They just won't. Their their their, their infrastructure is 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 too sound. It is it is the closest thing to Fort Knox you will see in pro wrestling. I mean, at least not they, for a very long. You'd have to see massive, long term shifts in things it's not like something like next year the things are gonna be put it like this not in my life put it like not in my lifetime i can call it right now not if i live to 90 years old it's never they are too sound in what they do they got a they got a a young mind a relatively young mind in triple h at the helm will willing to do different things willing to to, to, um, listen what i'm trying to say is aw just make your show this is make your show this is where uh, it, to find a uh, a silver lining, and I think I saw someone tweet about this uh, recently. Is I think when you watch that that uh, press conference, it felt yeah. like tensions were running pretty high uh, backstage. It felt like people were unhappy. It feels like there's issues going on now. I'm not backstage, so I'm not going to pretend I know. But right. it feels like things are rough. That said, WWE went through times like that before and they actually got rid of some pretty influential people and they went to the competition. It was a pretty tough time. But out of that, WWE did eventually get to the Attitude Era, did eventually get to uh, its biggest time in history. So while things may be tough for AEW, uh, maybe backstage, that's the appearance. Uh, I don't think it's the end of the world. I think that you can come out of a bad time and come out better for it too. Yeah, my yeah, my thing, Jack, is I'm not, yeah, I'm not one of those people that do the whole... AW for WWE thing. I, I, I watch both products. I watch them for what they are. I watch them for what they do. I watch them. I watch. I watch for certain talent. Um, you know, it's it's pro, it's pro wrestling. These are professionals with with lives and families and things like that. So when when that's why you can't get caught up in what the internet does. What the internet does that that this is a microcosm of what people really think. For for the but for the most part, there's a lot of people that just watch pro wrestling. There's this this percentage of people that hop online and try to bury WWE. And watch the AEW or bury AEW and watch WWE, and those and those are the people that make you you get lost in that shuffle sometimes, and 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 it's not it's not it's not healthy it's not healthy to get caught up in it's not healthy to be a part of. So I I say to people just watch the product, just watch wrestling, enjoy wrestling. If you don't watch AEW, don't watch AEW, but don't go out of your way to say it's the worst thing you've ever seen. You know what I mean? So like I I, I um. And it's taken me. I had to, I had to learn this. I'm telling. I'm. I had to teach myself this. I had to just sit back and just try to find people, the to 
to, to latch onto in the, in the company. You know what I mean? I did, you know, and then it, did it help me when some of my favorite people started going over there? Yeah. But it also forced me to pay attention to a Wardlow. It, it forced me, forced me to get my eyes on someone like uh, Ricky Starks, who I think is one of the best in the world. It focused, you know, it focused on me to get my, my, I know you ain't rolling your eyes about Ricky Stark. Because he lost this weekend, man. I was so upset. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was about to jump through that I TV. I was about to jump through yeah. this Zoom. I was cooking and you, I thought you was, I thought it was some absolute slander coming, but no. I was like, was that. Ricky Starks from uh, Canada? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, no, no, but, uh, but no, but see, to see, to see that and, um, and, and you know, and then get you know get hooked trying to steal my wife and my dreams. You know these kind of things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know all, all these, all these things. That, and I and I started finding these elements that I like. You know, and um and and I like that Tony's the kind of boss that listens suggestions. I like that Tony's the boss that that um hears people out. I I wish I mean, the FTR, live shows are great. Yeah, I've been, we've been we with you. We've, we've all we've all been we've all been we've all been the one, and we. And I wish that the revival was the revival in WWE because that's one of the best tag teams of all time, you know. And I, I wish I got to see them versus the Usos and, and things like that. But like I said, I just want to enjoy the product, man. Now this Mackie thing, that presser was a work parts of it, yeah, the whole thing maybe. But but that's just me talking, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, M Maxwell Jacob Friedman's back, and um, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> so that's all, that's all I got, man. I'm happy that he's back. I need him to hoist the title. He deserves it. I know he's like six years old, but it's about that time. You know, it's, it ain't my fault. Some, I don't, it's not my fault. He's a phenom. Go ahead. Something that came out of that presser, by the way, that no one's talked about because of all the stuff is Chris Jericho and um, his time up there. And he talked about MJF and how he was glad to see him back. And he was talking about how uh, he said MJF is going to be the biggest baby face when he comes back. And MJF was saying he doesn't want to be. And Jericho was saying uh, it's, it's going to happen because you get to a point where people hate you and then they hate you so much they like you. And that's where MJF is going to get. And he would Jericho know. talked he would a bit know. about how, like, I'll teach you. Yeah, I'll teach you how to do the baby face comeback. That's easy, you know. And so it was, uh, <laughs> uh, it was, in, it was just an interesting kind of hearing him talk about MJF and how I think he's correct. I feel like. No, I feel like no matter what MJF does, we're at a point where we love him. We can boo because we know we're supposed to, but we all love MJF. And I think once he makes that turn, and this is what Jericho said, uh, once he makes that turn, he'll be revolutionary for that company. He'll be a huge. I, I, and I think that's probably the next step to take with an MJF. I can't, I can't argue with what you're saying, brother. I just, um, I just need to see it. I need to see it shake out. I need to see it play out. I need to see what – that's the beauty part of it, though. I'll, I'll watch it unfold. I'm not going to try to predict what they're going to do with him. I'm just I'm hoping they get it right this time. Um the the hiatus to me was silly. Um lost a lot of steam, lost a lot of heat, lost a lot of his buzz. I don't care what the Chicago crowd does. That don't that don't mean nothing to me. Like he, at the end of the day, you you trying to you trying to sell tickets and you trying to get ratings. He needed to be on every week. I don't give a damn about what he wanted to do, what Tony wanted to do. It doesn't it did that none of that made sense. None of it. I it, Evan, what if he went on vacation? Don't care. He he too. He don't need to be going on no vacations right now. You you when you when you're hot like when you're hotter than fish grease, you need to just cook as you need to do. And that's what he was. So hopefully he stays his his, his narrow behind in the ring, and and he does what he needs to do because bro, I'm gonna tell you something. These these wrestling fans they they change with the tide now. Y'all were y'all. I'm just ask CM Punk. He was in Chicago and he was cheering for MJF. 
They're cheering they for already, Moxley. They, they're, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're already they're fatiguing on your boy. So I'm just trying to say, MJF, when you hot like that, baby boy, you need to let it ride, baby. You win the tables, you need to let it ride, daddy. <laughs> let it ride. Just keep throwing them dice down there, baby. <laughs> I, I usually defend AEW. I, I really enjoy AEW. I think they have a good show. Uh, but they really need to make sure they start knocking it out of the park, like in big ways. Because right now, WWE is cooking. They are oh, doing very good things right they, now. Personally, they are volcanic right now. They, they are knocking it out of the park every. I, I mean, the fact. I, well, I think one of the biggest shames of this weekend is that Worlds Collide is getting brushed over because that was a phenomenal yeah. show. Was. That was not never never surprised. Ever surprised. NXT. Oh, what? That's the. Rick, that's the, that could be the match of the year. Carmelo Hayes was. If it weren't for the fact that this weekend was so bad, like we should all, the fact that we're not gushing over Ricochet and Carmelo Hayes continually crushes me throughout these conversations since this weekend happened. But uh, it's, it was so fantastic. And I think personally, it was almost emotional for me because I loved, not to sidetrack this conversation, but I loved NXT UK yeah. so much. It was almost like this very sad swan song for, for NXT UK. Right, Watching sure. it as well, I thought it was a, uh, I mean, NXT Europe's going to come back. I'm sure it'll be fine. But as it's NXT be UK, it was a very sad, like, it, it, what an incredible show. Just it, talk listen, about, listen, enjoy what NXT, you enjoy and all this other stuff and, and WWE yeah. crushing it. Uh, NXT never, never disappoints. Um, they just don't. They just don't. Uh, Mello and Ricochet. Rick, Ricochet is one of the, um, he's a top 1% wrestler in the world. M- Mello is, um, Mello is, he's a superstar. That's what, when I, that's, what, that's what I had, when, that's what I had a moment to see him in, down in Dallas. I um I just I, I walked up and told him just that because when somebody's good you got to let them know they're good and and, and it, trust me when you do stuff like that I tell people a little friendly piece of advice for somebody like me just um just when you just put people over I'm telling you you'd be surprised how, how good it is when you just put people over it, it's just great like when you it's walk up good. if you ever see a wrestler just put them over like I look I walked to the young because because Carmelo's a young man to me so what was what I walked up to was like yes yeah, listen young that's like young man. I said, you are something special. My exact words do. And he was very humbled by it. And that's how you know he's he should be in the position that he's in because he's still like surprised about how good he is. You know what I mean? He's not like, I know, man. He was like, he was like, oh, gee, oh, oh gee, golly whiz, thanks. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, that sounds God, like him. Did, did he, yeah. no, he was in the box? Here's the real question. Here's the real question. Did he call you unk? Listen, listen, he's not, not, thank, thank, thank God because he didn't know how old I was, but. <laughs> But, but if I'd have, but if I'd have told, he probably first was like, "Young man, get the hell out of my face." But uh, but but no, just to see that and to see, and then you fast forward from from Dallas to 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 a couple of days ago, and he has that match with well, pretty Ricky. It was um, listen, it's it's wrestling at its finest. Uh, Sheamus Sheamus and Walter, I knew was still the show, and they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Sheamus got that title, but it's it's just it couldn't he couldn't it couldn't happen. It couldn't. Um, these these this is what it's all about when it comes to just wrestling we can get we can talk about things being works and press conference being real or fake and all that other bs but at the end of the day when people are in the ring put master in their craft that that's what matters to me at the end of the day because i know we like to i know it's part of leo soap opera but at the end of the day what wrestling is in its purest form is wrestling you know what i mean professional wrestling it is when you see people just wrestle when you see Drew, like I said to Drew McIntyre himself, I said Drew McIntyre could be wrong, brother, but this is this is the best match of your career, as a based on atmosphere, timing, you Roman. He didn't, and he responded. He did not refute it. So, yeah. 
but so like that's just me being like, yo, I'm, I'm wearing a good time in wrestling right now. We're seeing a lot of good people at their apex. We're, we're also starting to have to fall in love with other people because some of our favorites are getting older now. You know, you know what I mean? Some of the, you, you haven't seen Randy in a while. There's a, there's, there's some, you know what I mean? There's certain wrestlers that we're, we're starting to have to latch on to some younger talent and finding our new, our new loves. And that, and that's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? Mandy put do, doing the best work of her career. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. It's just it's just good. It's just good to watch, man. As you get Isn't older, it? watching wrestling too, it's always fun, and it's not fun, but it's it's always a little interesting. As you mentioned, people get older. the The wrestlers who were once the new guy, the rookie, that the up and comer, becoming the all time greats. You know, as we talk about Roman and what he's done, and uh, for me, it's been Seth Rollins as someone who like I still feel like he's the new guy. I still feel like he's like one he of feels, the young he guys. He feels like it, yeah. Like, uh, but I'm like, no, he's like an all time great. And like I, the NXT champion. I mean, I think that <sighs> it's crazy. I think that anyone for, if you spent time in NXT, just so you know, if you're a wrestler, if you spent any time in NXT, in my mind, you are considered young. And just getting started. It doesn't matter how long ago the beginning of NXT was. <laughs> but uh, to to the point of how good WWE's been and, and everything that's been said with like uh, Gunther and everything else. What I think one of the things that WWE is just doing so well is every champ they're being patient for one. Uh, I think Sheamus winning would have been that big been been a big moment. I think Drew winning would have been a big moment. But I think WWE knows that. There's a longer game to be played here. There is. And there is. It made Roman look like an even bigger deal, surprisingly. But also, even Gunther seems like a bigger deal than he used to be. And right now, all the male champions in uh, WWE right now, the singles male champions, just to like define it a little bit, they are all incredibly dominant. I have no idea who can beat them champions, which makes every title feel so important right now. Who Absolutely. could beat Roman? I don't know who could beat Roman. Who could beat Gunther? I don't know who could beat Gunther. Lashley, who could beat Lashley? Who could beat Braun Breaker? Who could beat Carmelo Hayes? They're, they're all so dominant. It makes every title feel like it matters. And knowing that those titles matter make the entire show feel like it matters. I agree. I just want to say that uh, according to Jack, Bobby Roode, who's 46 years old, is now young because <laughs> he yes. worked in NXT. But the, I, I was going to say the a, same thing you were saying. Youngin. Jack. Yeah, yeah, just a youngin. He was <laughs> way more eloquent than I did. Yeah. Um, one of the craziest things that you know, and Evan and I talk about this all the time, is uh, finding out what the IC title means now. But if you have someone like Gunther, and yep. you know, if you want that piece of gold, you have to put your chest <laughs> on the line. Yeah, oh yes, uh, that just elevates everything. And of course, we talk about NXT UK. I got the championship belt on my dresser because how much I love that division. I love, I love that promotion. But seeing Sheamus, who I thought should have won. Against Gunther, I go, this is how you build back prestige for IC title. This is how Absolutely. you find it for a whole new generation of kids who go, I want to be that guy. I and asked for it. I asked for it. I begged for it. I pleaded for it for, for months on this show. And I didn't know that it's going to be uh, the, the, the ring got it out. And um, I, I've, I've, he's been one of my favorite wrestlers since the second I see him. They, they, I think they stripped him of a lot of good things. His music, for one. His music doesn't hit like it used to. Um, I'm glad he brought him back with Imperium. but. Um, he he's the one that can bring prestige back to a title that was was great as like a bygone era of of greatness that that people held out IC title. Um, you call it the workmen's title. You call it whatever the hell you want to call it. It's it's just an awesome title because it's that title right underneath 
the world championship. And it always meant something. And Gunther's making it mean something. And so was Sheamus. Sheamus wanted that title and he wants it in real life. So it's, man, it's it's you know just good to see it. It's, 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 I mean, we're in a good spot. The thing about titles for me is, so I mean, you know, especially as a belt collector, is when the person holding it, like, really takes pride in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. D'Lo Brown, when he got that European championship, and he would always talk about, like, his people over in Europe, like, it meant something to him. If you're just walking out there, okay, I'm the champ, I'm going to have a match, whatever, whatever, it doesn't mean nothing. But when you hold the title with prestige and you holding it, like, it's your, your child, essentially, it makes it mean something. So when you lose it, you feel devastated. You see the devastation on these wrestlers' faces. Or when somebody's trying to take it because they want to get it from you. And that's what, to me, as that prestige, as that credibility, is when the person holding it wants to defend it and then they feel like it means so much to them personally. Uh, Brian, are you going to reveal these cult results and are you going to just keep... Just keep- Wow! You're just pussy for the round. It's on the rundown, brother. I, I, I like how you just threw that out there. You act like I'm scared, like I'm running away. You know, I, I, we can talk, <laughs> talk about the results. We can talk about the results. Talk that. about the, just talk about the results. I thought that was I don't coming later in the show. We still had other stuff. No, to talk that's about. this we is what Ray, I. This is this Ray is this is this is what I do. But this is what I do. It's called it's called off kilter. This is what I do. Two hundred and one votes. Final results. I'm just saying what happened. Everything so, changed when the Ringer retweeted. When the Ringer Wrestling retweeted it, that's when things got real. Well, look, all right. So if y'all are out there, if y'all want to see the results, just go to It's Mag Mania. Go down to August 30th. Boom, there it is, right there. But since you might be driving, and I would prefer you don't tweet and drive, the results 10 o'clock, are, 2 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock. The results <laughs> are as follows. Oh, okay. You look like... Pepsi came in at a strong 40.3%. Not even 100 uh-huh. votes, right? 200, 200, 200, 200 votes. No, Pepsi, Pepsi wasn't even able to get 100 votes, I don't think. I didn't yeah. care. Wow. Just uh, doing a quick math, you know. Well, 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 oh, yeah. See, that, I'll leave that to you, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but Coke, you know, had a 59.7%. So there are 59.7% of people that voted that chose the wrong soda. So rounding that, up that 75%. Rather, According to these polls, Coke could be president by now. That's how good it yeah, is. Yeah, Coke, <laughs> hey, I mean, 2016, 2000. But, um, you know, congratulations. Y'all win. Coke wins. And I, guess what? I had a Coke last week. I told y'all. I, 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 I wasn't Wait, wait what? It. I had wait, a Coke. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I never said no. no that was that was sorry. Cool. No, I'm gonna tell no, you why. Sorry, Pepsi with a clash of cash and lost. You can't mm-hmm. freaking Coke now. That's yeah. I can't no, 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 it was yeah. it was me acknowledging. It was me acknowledging the no. result. Unless the you're, you don't get to go back on what you said unless you're in Samoa. Oh no, <laughs> I'm still I'm still <laughs> Pepsi ride or die. I just bought a pack of Pepsi Zero. I'm still Pepsi ride or die. You know, my grandfather. Yeah. When you know, I was you know, like see, no, Mm-hmm. You see, this is the problem. See, no, you're not, because this is the problem what? here. This, I, I this is the problem. I hate Coke. The, I never said see, I hate Coke. See, but this, but this is the problem. You can't drink both. No. Well, you no. can't. I, but I, dude, I, I, I don't I, drink. Dude, I don't drink Pepsi at all. This is a poor, poor Evan. Think? But I lost, so I acknowledge by <laughs> I, I drink the Coke. With, the with our corp, 
when our corporate overlords at Coca-Cola created Santa Claus, they didn't do that so that you could drink Pepsi and Coke. Wait, they created no. Santa Claus? No, no, sure. no, no, no. I'm not saying interpretation. I still believe. No, Santa Claus is an old school thing, but then my yeah, jolly kids, if, white hair guy, yeah. First of all, if we have kids, if we have kids listening to this podcast, first of all, uh, talk to your parents because this is ridiculous. That's number one. This is this is, this show gets a little off the rails. So let's know. Let's listen. In two, Reminded Santa Claus is real. I want nobody ruined. <laughs> no, no I mean, you know what I'm no. saying. Sometimes Santa Claus I cut. Ally, you you get an app. I mean, I know this is early. Christmas is four months away. Santa Claus is an ally. When you need your children to straighten up and act right, you threaten them. Oh, say, really? I'm gonna call Santa Claus. You put that app in. And he will call. Kids is hard work. It, look, look, I'm out. I never. I, I think I, I don't think I get to do it this year. My daughter's seven, but from ages two to six, all I had to say is, "Keep on." I'm gonna call Santa Claus. No, no, no. Go to bed. Oh, that's anything. so great. That's so great. That's Santa Claus. This, I'm just listen. So I'm just I'm trying to put Santa Claus over because if any children are listening to this podcast, he's real. Why? He's real, brother. <laughs> I made the mistake the one time on like national Press TV. I, I, I'm not gonna lie on, on like no, no, seriously on national TV. On national TV, I was like Santa Claus is. I swear, it's like somebody like they like like they like brought me into the office because <laughs> we were on like national TV. Like Evan, you said Santa Claus was fake. I go, wait, what? <sighs> I didn't even realize I did it. I got a, I got a stern talking to. I swear. <laughs> I I was like, oh my God. So every time I every time I figure that, every time I hear Santa, I'm like, oh my God, I got talked to because I I said Santa Claus is fake like on a on a wide scale. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh my God, that's horrible. But uh, (laughs) oh God. Um Dom turning on his daddy now. Everyone, everyone seen it coming. Um, everyone didn't know when it was coming. I think everyone was trying to make it happen sooner than it did. I think happening in um, it happening in Wales was a good opportunity for for shock value. I like giving that crowd something. You know what I mean? Um, my my worry is Dom carrying this feud. Um, I, I don't know. Just, I don't know if the young man's ready to. Yeah. Dom and judgment. Dom and judgment. Yeah. I'll tell you why I why I like it. Uh, this is this is why I like it is because I agree. We I think we need to get a little bit more personality out of Dom. I that's think we need that's to all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I think being in a group like this will allow him to feel comfortable being different, though. As far as uh, Judgment Day may not be who he really is. As far as as a person, he may have to put on some acting chops. But He's going to have acting like a group. It's easier to act like the group and sort of break out of your shell than it is to say, yeah. Yeah. hey, Dom, we want you to dress like Seth Rollins and laugh and be crazy, you yeah. know, all, all uh, yeah. on your own. I hope uh, he so gets, that, hope he gets the channel. Like no, you're right about that. I just hope he gets the channel that because it's because this is going to take some acting because he's actually a nice kid and it's actually his daddy and he loves his daddy. You know, so this is going to take a lot of convincing. But Judgment Day kind of being a buffer in between them two might help out. Um, I do need Judgment Day to end very soon, though. I'm with you. I, I, mean, actually, and I need turned, it. I need it turned up for me. I'm, I'm enjoying no them more way. now than I, I used to. I love everyone in the group separately. 
I think as Rhea Ripley has become the leader, at least it feels like the leader, it's become a much different and better. Yeah, Rhea, in my Rhea is never, Rhea doesn't, yeah, she doesn't, Rhea doesn't need a faction. I'm glad she's cooking. She doesn't need it though. You know, the, the, the boot thing can just do whatever she wants, but because I don't know what the hell it is. Right. Let me ask you this. I don't know. I don't know what the hell Judgment Day is. Well, they so, need to so get we, that sorted. I think that happens hopefully after this whole thing is done, which hopefully is soon. How much was they hurt yeah. by Rhea's injury? And do you think if Rhea, because she looks so dominant, and then she was poised to become number one contender for Bianca, right? Let's say, yeah, she, yeah, for sure. Let's rebook and say she beats Bianca at Money in the Bank. That way, we can set up Bianca to have that moment at home in Tennessee. But let's say she beats her, and Bianca has to chase her. How much of the dynamic of the group does that shift for your perception? It changes. It changes. Her, her sitting there with a the title mm-hmm. in front of all the men, that looks good to me. That just that would just look, the aesthetic would look very Ooh. different as far as not, they don't do that. They have not done that. They don't do that. You know what? I like it better this way, to be totally honest, uh, because she'll get that shot. But now when she gets that shot, She's going to be a super hot, super dominant uh, challenger as opposed to what happens sometimes where it's like, hey, here's a random person to uh, contend for the title. Like Bailey's great, but she came out of nowhere and is now the person dealing with the world champion. Um, It happens quite a bit. And so this is someone who now when Rhea Ripley does challenge will be like, this is that dominant, scary person that's been here the whole time. Now what's going to happen? So I, I like long-term this a lot more than her just getting the title as soon as she joined Judgment Day. Uh, I'm on the, on the position that Judgment Day needs to end because it, it shouldn't take this long to dispatch Rey Mysterio and Edge. Like, on a character level, if you're this opposing gang and we've been feeding for two months, this isn't gang warfare, this isn't going for any titles. It's you going, oh, Rey Mysterio is so challenging, we don't know what's going on. You got Dom. I'm okay with that, because to your point, Jack, yes, I agree, Dom needs his own character, but we're going to get another match with Edge next week after hitting him with a chair? That should have taken him out at least a couple. I don't know what's going on with that side. So I will either see him move on to something else, or maybe two people at the same time, or just have it end. Agreed. Agreed, but either, either way, like I said, Fergalicious is Fergalicious, you know what I mean? You do you, do you, you, do you boo-boo, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but you know, Rhea, 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 Rhea Ripley coming into her own and just figuring out, like I said, she's, she's such a nice person in real life. So, um, I know this is, I know this is, this is, she doesn't like being mean, but you know, she's doing a good job of being mean. You know, she doesn't yeah. want to be. <laughs> her and Dom uh, actually have a really, you can kind of see on Twitter and everything. People are really embracing that dynamic of those. Oh, two. they embracing it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it depends hey, which hey, Twitter hey. you look at. Trying to, chaotic. trying to be, I'm trying to be professional here. Uh, chaotic Brian, Twitter but, says they embrace it. <laughs> But but that's uh, but that, I think that is one of those things though that if you're watch if you're kind of figuring things out at WWE you should be noticing that that kind of stuff is happening and figure yeah. out how you can take advantage of that I think they I they're think clever they're clever they're they're looking at it they're trying, they're getting a little more edgy um, uh, Triple H is pushing the pushing the boundaries while also keeping the, the the sponsors happy you know what I mean he's trying he's doing that he's playing that game that Vince had to play for years and years and years because the money the money they generate through sponsorships and and and, and TV deals is you know he he's he's he's, he's playing a, he's playing a cat and mouse game here where he's pushing the envelope but also dialing it back you know he's playing it's the cat and mouse game with the old oh you know old trips is playing you know what I mean Hunter Hearst Helmsley but uh but uh, <laughs> so listen, um, I would be, be remiss if we before we roll up out of here that um, 
not talking about Braun Strowman coming back, man. Right, friend of the program. Now, the, the friend, friend of the friend of the program, indeed. I can't tell you how interesting. Like, I can't, can't I hit him up. I was like, yo, he's wearing the rocking the red pants, brother. You know what I mean? He was like, <laughs> he's rocking it. Came out with the red yeah. pants. The crowd, he was the more jet. over than I think anyone thought he would be. People said there was rumors and hearsay and, and things that he would come back. But when until the music hits, you really don't know. And when it when it did hit, it was like I said, it was it was good to see him back. It was good to see him in the ring where he belongs. I don't I don't know what that means with control your narrative. That that that's to me was their biggest draw. And I think that's the beginning of the end. Because Braun was Braun brought credibility, Braun brought um business, his his business acumen of that company to there. And in as people started dis- like leaving and dissipating from that 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 promotion in its infancy, that that might be a backbreaker, but it's, listen, so, but I'm happy for Braun, happy for Braun to be back, happy for him being the mix, another big man in the mix. I can see him and Omos going, getting in the program early. Um, uh, I can see there's so many things that, that, there's so many like unfinished business that Braun has with different wrestlers. And I really think that if he is able to, to get back, he's in the best shape of his life. Yes. He's he looks he's 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 faster he's lighter he's just as strong if not stronger he's he, listen hats off to him yeah Braun came back and uh, it was good to see him come back uh, I'm happy for him because when we've chatted with him on the show he's just a delightful person like I'm happy yeah. that he's I'm happy that good things are coming his way and I don't know what the plans are for him clearly they think highly of him because he wiped out four tag teams but uh, <laughs> it's It'll be interesting to see what they have planned for him. Uh, if it's a long-term thing where they want him to be around for a while, if they're just going to try to gas him up for a, a quick match with the Tribal Chief, uh, I you know I don't know. But that's the beauty of kind of where WWE is right now is they've got so many options for so many people to come back and do something. Uh, says he'll be on SmackDown. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, he looked incredible, and the crowd loved him. I think that was the fear is that maybe some people would have forgotten who Braun was because. In this day and age, a year is an eternity in pro wrestling. So uh, I think the fact that everyone knew exactly who he was when he came out is a very good sign. It could be believable. I would say it could be believable with him going against the Tribal Chief, though. You know what I mean? Roman beat, essentially (laughs) beat him for the championship. And, he was one know, of the you, first victims of the trip. Yeah, you bring it back. And, but yeah, you know. yeah, that's my. But I don't want to. That's the thing. I don't want him to lose his steam already. You know what I mean? Right. Because um, yeah, because he like he's because he's gonna lose. He can't. He can't. You can't at this point. to lose. Nah, to the let's see. That's, now we gotta see. Now we gotta calm down. Now we gotta calm down. See, that's that's that's. I know we. I know we like we we talk about Roman being great, but that's what I'm saying. He can't just dispatch everybody. That's no. I don't. But then I, you're not gonna I, have I anybody viable. Can. No, but I don't think he gets like buried. You know what I mean? It it, it builds to. He, he just good. came back. I don't want him to get served up to Roman. He just no, he's got to have December. a couple big wins. So. Yeah, you could do it in December. You don't have to do it like tomorrow. I'm not. That's early though. That's still early though. December, you know what I mean? Before the Rumble or well, at the Rumble? No, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, like I'm talking about a year could be too early. Like he just got back. He just got back. Cody will be healthy by then, probably. I'm just saying, can we can we just can we can we put him in some programs real quick here before we serve him up to the tribal chief? Can we put him Who in some programs? Who you put him in with? Uh, I said, I said, Omos. Oh, Gunther. Um, uh, Gunther KO. So he's gonna beat Gunther. Uh, no, I'm just no, I'm just saying. I said, put him in programs. You know, you that, that, y- y- y'all book the shit. If, if he can't, <laughs> if he can't, if he can't lose, 
right? Like that's that's where I was the interesting yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't is, want him. People, I don't want him to lose. I don't want him to lose. Yeah. But that's but that's when people do the fantasy book, and this is why I don't get into fantasy bookings. People are like, oh yeah, you just have him in this match right here. And it's like, okay, but who's he beating along the way? Because he oh, can't just I can, nobody, I can lay, but I can lay that I can lay that out. Like I can lay out who he could beat. He can't, but he he can't. Like I said, he can't beat Roman. He can't beat Gunther. He could beat he could beat KO. He could beat Omos. Um, who else could he be? He could, he could, he could, he could beat Otis. Kind of take a lot of the steam KO's got though. Cause KO oh, feels like but he's this, very close to but here goes, Roman Reigns. But these are the, these are the decisions we make. These are the decisions you have to make. This is why I'm not a booker and I'm glad I'm not a booker. I hate that job. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to book who goes over. I do. I don't want to book you, but I want to talk about booking. <laughs> Look, I like literally don't even want, like I'd never. You give me any job in that company except that job right there. Lord yeah. have a mercy. Walking up to walking up to Roman, be like, tonight the night you're dropping the title. Could you imagine? I don't like I said, heavy lies the crown of the great Triple That's gonna H. be a Lord that's gotta be mercy. on a documentary when that finally happens. That that moment you just described, that's gotta be on a documentary. Ooh. Ooh. At least somebody got I would report. never. I would like I would send like a carrier pigeon to do it. You know what I mean? It'd be like it'd be like a it'd be like, like a carrier. Yeah, it'd be like a carrier pigeon with like with like one of the little mini lays around its neck, and it'd be like it'll like just float down and just. I, <laughs> I would send the message and then take the rest of the day off, so I'm not. Oh yeah, no, yeah. The carrier pigeon tell. is the carrier pigeon was sent from like a different like time zone. Like I'm somewhere else. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Poor pigeon flying into Saudi Arabia. Yeah, he's like he's like, on this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh he's like oh he pulls a little he pulls, he pulls a little scroll off his little foot and his like I'm, I'm dropping the title where where you at triple h he's like oh i'm in i'm in cancun right now <laughs> <I'm somewhere. laughs> but yeah yo let me get about here we've been talking for like nine days let me um let me uh listen if you're if you're driving 10 o'clock two o'clock if you if you if you if you if you're cooking put your if, you, if you're cooking um, if you're cooking spaghetti put the sauce on the top and then you know what up. i mean and then and then but, but, and, and, and wash it down and wash it down with a nice cold coke Always Coca-Cola. <laughs> Brian, I need that. I need that Rihanna music in there, man. First of all, because it's a slapper. Second of all, because it went with my bit. <sighs> Mac Media Podcast, um, five W's. Appreciate all y'all for listening. Oh, shout out to the Queen of the Ring again. It was really, it was really dope. Gonna bring her back for uh, when the, when the was that Stardom. When Stardom comes to, to NYC. Gonna bring her back closer to that. She can break it down, put it over, brother, brother. Uh, it is a uh, real Jack Farmer. It is. Filipino.com. It is Chocolate Captain Planet, producer extraordinaire, Goat Man, Goat Man. Uh, I am Evan T. Mac, and um, I bid you adieu. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.